In 2016, scientists on Earth detected a fast radio burst from a distant region of space with no observable stars. The signal contained a constant series of data packets and a decryption key. Once it was decrypted, the data contained a number of transmissions from two planets in a binary system. Included in the data was a translation matrix that researchers used to translate the entries, as best as possible, into English. The following transmissions were declassified by the scientific community and given to us to present. Log entry, Vela 35. Vela Rotat 2633. Cycle 10 of the fourth annual. Hey, hey, Chone. So, I made it back to Laar and got to attend my first big meeting with the staff of the Laar News Network. Except, not really. The meeting was kind of a setup. A number of Reef Guard soldiers were there waiting for me to arrive, and they attempted to take me into custody. They claim that a lot of my coverage of the fusion reactor was sensitive information and not for public consumption. There was a lot of yelling and arguing, but thankfully I was not hauled away or charged with anything. As soon as they stormed in, the cameras turned on, and every staff member started hitting them with questions. Since I was technically on contract with the LNN, their legal team was hurried into the meeting, and ReefGuard had to go on the defensive. As a private contractor, I was given no special access to the reactor, and could only cover what was freely available to everyone in the area so their argument sank before it even launched. Also, since I was contracted to work for LNN, they were the ones who distributed the information, and only after it was completely fact-checked and vetted. All of this was broadcast live as it was happening, and I was beside myself. I mostly just sat there while all these wonderful people rushed to my aid. For the next annual, LNN and their teams worked with some of the more cooperative members of ReefGuard, poring over all my notes and posts, it all became a huge scandal for them, and the leader of this whole thing, General Igni, had to retire early because of it. Score one for the free press. I'm so sorry to hear about your experiment. I know that you've put a lot of work into it, and it's got to be tough to let something like that go. Just a thought, though, and this may be because I've spent far too much time covering the space station experiments. You said that the biggest issue you're experiencing is the gravity throwing off your numbers and causing the errors. What if you were to take gravity out of the equation? If you can conduct your experiments in orbit where there's no gravity, or at least very little, could that change your numbers? Just a thought from your simple country sister. I imagine that doing so would be easy if you were to become an astronaut yourself. It sounds like you're on your way to that now. I'm very excited for you on this new venture. It sucks to leave behind your other work for this, but I know that it's something that you've been wanting to do since we were kids. I'm glad you've refocused to follow your dreams into the stars. Hey, when you get up there, you should totally set up a beacon on Braddoth that lights up a signal that can be seen from Hymavina. Have that signal blink in code and it can read out, Frida is a Fisca hack. That'll show her. <laughs> Just kidding, sis. Love you. Well, as I mentioned, I made it back to Laar and things are going well. Dad's retirement ceremony was great. So many people came out to wish him well and see him off from the lab. It was all very touching, and everyone told stories about him growing up around the lab and the work that he and Papa Dezen did. Mom will be staying on for a while still, and will even be taking up a lot of the work that Dad was doing with the council. 
Apparently, there's been enough of a shift in viewpoints within the Council that they've forgiven her past transgressions. One of the benefits of having a race with a shorter lifespan is how quickly we can change the narrative of our politics. There were even some of the Council members from all three sects at the ceremony. I guess Dad had his appeal to everyone. Sadly, not everything is changing overnight here. There are still a number of conservative stations that bought the license to use my footage from the fusion plant. LNN technically owns the rights, since I was contracted by them, so they could do what they wanted with it. These other stations started editing the footage, and it really does not paint a pretty picture of me and my work. Much of it is made to look like I'm invading people's privacy and bullying my way into areas to get a story. LNN has issued a request for retraction, but the broadcasts are already out, and even if these stations pull their edits down, it's being recirculated by other places. Want to take a wild guess at who's funding some of these other stations? The downtide to all of this is that LNN, while they still love what I was doing, had to pass on hiring me as a full-time reporter since I was a little too turbulent of a pool to wade. I'm a little upset about it, but it does show that the network of people in this community is incredible and that they have each other's backs. We were all very sad to hear about Floki. I know he was always there for you growing up, and even for your mom when she was going through hard times. Dad shared some stories with me about Luna and how much she meant to your whole family, and the hole that Floki filled when she passed. I know Floki was loved by all of you, and us here on Vela. I'll be in the R for a little while longer, but the tides change soon and I'll be heading out again. I've received word from Sionar that they're interested in some of my work as well. Don't worry. We checked out all of the potential influence, and this looks to be a little more even-keeled than the situation here in La'ar. Reefguard has a presence there, but the Sionar governors have a better handle on them. The great news is that Dad is coming with me. He said he wants to show me the sights of the Red City and we can tour where he used to live. It will be great to get away with him for a little while, and we can reconnect after I've been gone for so long. He only had one request for this trip, that we travel by air skiff. Something about sea kelp souffle and stormy waters. May the waves guide us both. Ori. Log entry, Haimavina 35. 2313, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, Ori. Whoa. That sounds like you had a pretty close call with the Fisk from the Reef Guard. I was pretty young when my mom had what we now jokingly refer to in the family as her paid vacation, but I've been around long enough to know a politically motivated hit job when I see one. It sounds to me like you were in the right place, with the right people, at the right time. And as far as I'm concerned, that Igni character got what he deserved. I'm sorry to hear about your prospective job with LNN though. That's a real bummer even more so because it wasn't your fault. What is the political scene like now? Are the reef guards still trying to flex their fins or have things calmed down? Tell me more about these conservative groups. This is just something we really don't have, so it's hard for me to wrap my claws around the emotions driving their actions. Does this link back to the extremists who blew up the launch pad all those years ago? Be super, super careful. I feel bad telling you my news, but I'm so proud of myself, I can't help bragging. You can totally tell me to calm down. I was accepted to the ECAL astronaut program. 
competition was really fierce. Like, I expected it to be tough, but it was out of control. There were several hundred of us selected from a pool of thousands of applicants, and from there they just kept whittling us down until only eight remained. I actually did have a minor hiccup related to my mom's legal troubles, because they peel back everything about your family and life looking for anything that might be cause for concern. Fortunately, time and space have softened the perceptions of what my mom did, and she has not committed another crime and remains a productive member of society. When they interviewed Frida, she tried to claim that my mom's choice of shoes is a crime of fashion. This was not amusing to me at the time, I can assure you. Annoyingly, there are a couple of people in the class that I know from way back at the academy. I didn't like them then, and I don't like them now. They think I'm a rich elitist, and I think they're a couple of pretentious truth of. Overall, the astronaut training program is going really well, with the glaring exception that I'm a terrible pilot. Fortunately, I only have to be competent enough to fly a light glider to demonstrate that I understand the concepts and mechanics of flight. I want to state for the record that I didn't crash the glider, though I will admit that the ground perhaps came up a little faster than I anticipated. In my defense, the flight was intentionally conducted with dead instruments in order to test the ability to judge airspeed and approach angles. It was also foggy, there were animals on the runway, and the sun was in my eyes. So there. How has it been to travel with your dad? Does the red city match his memories? My parents have been keeping themselves pretty busy. Werkstatt has transitioned to additional commercial space ventures, the most visible of which is asteroid mining. My mom and Carl decided they needed to shift up the corporate leadership in order to keep the company on the track they had envisioned. So my mom resigned as CCO and took over as chairman of the board at Werkstatt, while Carl remained in the CEO position. This has some sort of corporate governance advantages that mom tried to explain to me, but I couldn't make heads or tails of it. The upside appears to be that she has both more influence over the company and more free time. Even if I hadn't been crazy busy with the astronaut training program, I wouldn't have seen my dad at all much in the past couple of years. He's been working long days at his design and fabrication studio in Hapnina Harbor. My mom often brings them dinner there. Maybe 18 months or so ago, some of the new research and information that's been uncovered from that ancient university library I told you about was released, and buried in all of the documents was a single copy of a sailing magazine. My dad found it, poured over it obsessively, and disappeared into his workshop. Turns out he'd had an idea and has spent the time since designing an entirely new type of segbat for the Reka Saber race. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Halori, nobody has seen anything like this on Haimavina in thousands of years. He calls it a foiling catamaran, and he's basically put a Flugville wing on it. It is shockingly fast and maneuverable, and when it gets up to speed, it literally lifts out of the water on this tiny little fin. They'd had it out in the water the past couple of months, and nothing afloat can touch it. Frida is pestering him to build a smaller version that's just big enough for a single person. I'm supposed to be the daredevil, flying into space and all, but there's no way you'll get me anywhere near one of those things. Speaking of Frida, her little band, Sadis, is now playing arenas all around Haimavina 
Their latest album has been a huge success and they had extra tour dates added in the bigger cities. Mom and Dad went to all of the shows at Hofnina. They watched from backstage and sang along to every song. I sometimes forget that my mom may be THE Irionos Park and my dad is Lars Gardenson. But when it comes to us, they're just like all parents. You know, now that I think about it, no matter how busy my parents were when we were kids, they never missed a sailing regatta or a dance recital. They were the parents who would make signs and clap the loudest at all of our events. They are truly goofballs. Frida being a bona fide rock star is no exception. My parents showed up in shirts that read Frida's mom and Frida's dad. Anyway, at the final Hoffnina show, Frida and her band thought it would be fun to get me out on stage to sing with them for the last song. They practically had to drag me out there. The chanting of Helgi, Helgi was enough to make me freeze. Then my parents literally shoved me out on the stage. Once out there, she told the audience how she was older by three minutes and that I was about to be Haimovina's newest astronaut and that I was single. Nothing like being embarrassed in front of 30,000 cheering fans. Then she told the crowd that they had to sing loud enough for our little sister to hear it and dedicated the last song to you. The crowd went wild. Ori, it was so surreal. When we started singing, the crowd joined in and I can feel the tingles I got being up there. I could do without the blinding lights, but I felt like I could fly. I still cannot believe that my sister does this every single night. I'm attaching an audio file of the concert for you. Take care, Lisa. Helgi. Log entry, Vela 36. Vela Rotat 2635. Cycle 5 of the 6th Anul. You did it! Congrats on making it that much closer to launching into space. I would belabor the old line of we're all proud of you, but I think at this point you already know it. I am a little sad at times like this that all of Vela isn't aware of our conversations in the way that my dad and Auntie Iria had their messages out in the public. I know that most people here would be just as happy for you as I am. I did share your news with some of my friends, and we all decided to throw you a party to celebrate. There were lots of drinks, and we even played Frida's concert while everyone danced to your singing. It was a great time, and we all toasted your accomplishments. That concert sounded incredible, by the way, though I could tell at the start that you were really uncomfortable. The great thing about it was that once it got going, it sounded like you were really getting into it and enjoying yourself. I know it's rough to get called out on things like that, but even doing something you're not initially comfortable with can turn out to be really fun. You have to swim outside of your pool every now and then. It sounds like your background checks were a real pain. You should be glad that they didn't reach out to anyone here to check in with your alien contacts. I imagine it would make the whole process that much longer and more invasive. There were certainly some on the council that would have expanded on what your mom did and would have only complicated things even more. That, and I would have probably made just as many jokes as Frida, and then we would have to wait another two rotats for the I was only kidding message. At that point, I doubt you would even talk to me anymore. Now that you're going to be a big-time astronaut, you're going to have to learn some new skills. What would happen if your pilot gets hurt and you have to take over? I mean, I'm glad it's you and not me doing that. I couldn't pilot a land skiff out of a lot, much less an air skiff. 
I know that many of our astronauts have to cross-train in nearly every role so that they have redundancy. No thank you on that front. I have a limited set of skills and I am happy to just focus on those. Give me a terminal and some people to chat with and I am swimming. Speaking of which, I'm still in Sionar and it looks like I'll be here for some time. You are now corresponding with the Sionar News Agency's newest roving reporter. My interview went as perfectly as it could go. They loved all the reporting I did on the road, and they've been using all of my articles and broadcasts for a while now, so they were very excited to bring me afloat. I was very upfront with them about my past and what happened in La'ar. They explained that their relationship with the reef guard in Sonneth is very different than those uptight tryhards over in Seneth. Their words, not mine. Here they have a much better sharing relationship with ReefGuard, and they have mutual interests of protecting the population while still keeping information free for everyone. It's like I was meant to work here, Helgi. I love this place so much. Dad stuck around for most of the rotat while I was getting adjusted and helped me settle into my new place. The pay from the new job is enough to get me a great little apartment downtown and very central to all of the major hotspots. Dad said that it's much better situated than the place he lived when he was here. Something about being on the outstreams of town and it being small enough to change clothes in, but not much else. His tour of the city was so much fun. It's really great to see all of the history here and then to hear about it from his point of view. I'm sure you already knew this, but he's a really wonderful storyteller. It's also relieving to not be watched so much by the reef guard here. Back in Laar, due to what happened, it felt like I was constantly being observed and followed. From what I understand, they're actually having a lot more problems now due to the Laar Va. Remember them? Yeah, the radical extremists that caused a bunch of problems? Well, it seems that the group that was so anti-technology has now embraced it with a vengeance. Their new mode of harassment and fear-mongering is virtual. There have been a number of hacking attempts on servers in La'ar and against ReefGuard themselves. It's been all over the news here, but we didn't hear any word about it when we were back home. It's like the council there didn't want anyone to know it was happening. La Sir has been trying to get the word out so that we could actually do something about it. That's the other reason that Dad stuck around. Even at his age, he's still pretty bright when it comes to tech, so he was able to work with the Sionar council members to open communication with some of his contacts back at the central council about how to stop the attacks. He can't do much since he tends to get tired pretty quickly, but he felt that they had a good plan in place, so he left to go back home. I spoke with Mom about making sure that she locks him in a room and doesn't let him do anything when he gets there. He needs to rest. He's earned it. Speaking of fathers... That work that your dad is doing reminds me of some of the skiffs we've seen here around Sionar. He would love it here. They've been constantly updating and improving skiffs here based on older designs. These are used for any number of purposes from industry to leisure. There are even some racing skiffs. The design you talked about reminded me of one of the skiffs we saw in the harbor. It was unreal. It didn't look like any normal vessel. It had two hulls and a platform between the two and huge inverted triangle sails coming off the platform. Apparently, it was based on the ancient ships that were used to bring settlers to the area. I may have had a few lunches down at the marina with some very talkative sailors. A few sidras will get you an entire history lesson on sailing, in case you needed that information. One of the great perks of my new position is essentially an all-access pass on upcoming launches and science and technology sites around Sonneth. 
Since that was my primary reporting before, I'll be continuing it in a more official capacity going forward. It does mean some travel, which I'm already used to, but I'll get to go inside and talk to the actual wave makers for the projects now. I have to tell you, Helgi, there are some very exciting things coming up. One of the new expansions of the space station is a construction platform. Sionar has been launching components for it for the past few rotats, and it's getting close to completion. They'll be using it to build a new ship that will be capable of landing on the moons. Apparently, a number of probe satellites have been sent out to further map the moons and have imaged some really strange things that the scientists here want to get closer looks into. All of our current ships being designed for water landings, and there being no water on the moons, meant a whole new design had to be worked up. They found it was easier and cheaper to launch from space. It saves on fuel immensely. I'll be going back and forth between all of the various launch facilities for the next few annuals, so I should have a lot more to tell you next time. Good luck with your training. Ori. Log entry Hymavina 36, 2315, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, Ori. Congratulations on your new job. That is great news. How's it going? It's good to hear that they recognized your talents and put you to work. I can't wait to hear more about the new space station expansions and maybe send some more pictures. We're starting to look at building ships in space, and I'd really like to get a look at the shipyards Vela plans to use. Werkstatt has made good use of repurposed launch vehicles to push our exploration and mining efforts further out from Braddoth and Randir, but we're close to maxing out that capacity and we will need to start building new vessels soon. I'm not alone in my admiration for the success of the Velen Space Program. There's a widely held, though not openly discussed, agreement among many in the Heimavenan space effort that we're only ahead of you guys because we got a boost from the ancient technology conveniently laying around on our planet. Digging stuff out of ice and reverse engineering it is a lot less complex than creating it on your own. And that's to say nothing of the bases we've discovered up here and the tech we've gained from them. We know we're stealing from the very giants whose shoulders we've been standing on, and who knows, there might be a price to be paid for that. Nature is cyclical. I just realized I said, up here. Can you believe I'm actually sending this from another celestial body? I can barely wrap my head around the concept sometimes, even though it's my daily reality. And when I'm lying awake at night, trying not to freak out about all the stuff I have to do the next morning, I forget the gravity of what we're doing. Gravity. Get it? I made a space joke. Seriously, being part of this project is a dream come true. Can you do me a favor? I need you to pass my heartfelt thanks to your dad. I know I've told him as much, but I'm not sure he realizes the impact he's had on my life. Whether it was taking the time to comment on my theories, sending me encouraging transmissions, or even just having the courage to send that first message to my mom all those years ago, he's been a mentor to me. I had to learn how to pee in low G because of him. I couldn't be more grateful. My life will never be the same. And speaking of life, Ori, I'm so glad you found Safe Harbor in CNR. The job sounds perfect and will hopefully put you right in the middle of the amazing events that are unfolding across Vela. The actions of the La Arva sect are pretty concerning, 
And that type of cyber terrorism can cause havoc in a modern society. Are they confined to La'ar, or have you uncovered signs that their influence is spreading? You say the Reef Guard are more even keeled in CNR. Are they concerned? I know I've said it before, but please be careful. It's a little daunting to think that future generations will read about us and what we did as our civilizations reached for the stars. No pressure, right? One thing I'm sure the historians will get wrong is how bad the food is up here. I'd never complain to Ekel or the food scientists who come up with this stuff because I'm sure there are even worse options they could inflict on us. Most of the meals are prepackaged, freeze-dried, and utterly unrecognizable as whatever they were supposed to be. There are two good flavors of the Hafragadr we normally get for breakfast, and there is a no-joke secret black market devoted to trading those for other things that are hard to get. If you ever wondered what could lead two dozen people with multiple advanced degrees to lives of crime, well, it's the food that Ekel sends us. On the plus side, the living quarters are huge. Our best guess is that this facility was designed to accommodate thousands of permanent staff and workers. The crew up here rarely exceeds 30, and that means there's more than enough rooms to choose from. We're required to bunk in the same general area for safety reasons, mostly because we're confident the atmosphere seals in this section are good, and previous ECAL staff decided to grab what almost certainly were originally officers' quarters or rooms reserved for important visitors. We've each got a two-room suite with a small attached bathroom. It's pretty plush, and my space is way bigger than what Frida has on her segbat. So who's the winning sibling now? The station itself is actually so big, it's almost lonely. On more than a few occasions, I've gone an entire day without seeing another of my crewmates. For the most part, that's okay, because I don't mind the solitude, but I often find myself trying to come up with excuses to go by the cafeteria or the science lab on the off chance somebody might be there. It's kind of funny, actually, because I'm like 90% certain I'm not the only one who's doing the same thing, and those encounters always start with, oh, I'm just here to check on a random thing, and immediately shift to, oh my god, I haven't said three words today, please talk to me. The worst, and I mean the absolute worst, are the night shifts. There are never more than a couple people awake overnight, and we're split between the command center and the engineering section. Because I'm a fairly junior ECAL officer, and this is my first time in space, I get assigned to the night shift with annoying regularity. I'm told there's an algorithm that makes the assignments and that they're totally fair, but I didn't fall off the segbat yesterday. I have carved out a couple of projects for myself though, mostly focused on cleaning up and analyzing some of the sensor data gobbled up by the station's arrays. We haven't figured out what even a small portion of them are, so there's plenty to do, and who knows, I might even find something interesting. I'm rambling and it's late. Raise a citrus for me the next time you're hanging out with those sailors. Take care, Leva. Elgi. Log entry, Vela 37. Vela Rotat 2637. Cycle 6 of the 5th Annual. Helgi. He's gone. I don't have much time as I'm preparing to leave for La'ar shortly to help with the arrangements. Your transmission came in only a few quarter tides ago, 
but I didn't want to leave without sending you something back. I felt you should hear it directly from me. My father passed away last cycle. Mom called me to tell me what happened. She's a mess right now and really needs my help. We knew that he was getting to the age that this might happen, but I never expected it to happen so suddenly. I had spoken with him only a few cycles ago. He told me that he was getting ready for a nice leisurely stroll on the beaches, and we spoke of the upcoming launches that he was hoping to see, and... There was no pain. He just collapsed and was gone. The doctors say that his circulatory system just gave out. It was like he was there one moment, and then... Suddenly he wasn't. My flight leaves soon. There's so many preparations to make and I have to help mom with... Oh, Helgi. I wasn't ready. He was just here with me and Sionar. We were talking and exploring. We had so much more to discuss once he was back in Laar. Those are conversations that we won't be able to have now. I couldn't stop crying when I read your transmission. I know he meant a lot to you as well. Aside from Mother and maybe Auntie Iria, you're the only one who would feel what I'm feeling. Oh, Helgi, your mom. She might not know yet. Of course, the media coverage here has already started. The vid screens are all playing stories about the great interstellar communicator. I've been trying to avoid them, but I know that going through the airskiff terminal, the vid screens will be covering all of it. I know that he meant a lot to most of Vela, but to me, he was just dad. There's so much to do that I feel overwhelmed. It's also fresh. I don't even think I've fully processed what's happened. I'll be busy with everything at home, but then I will come back here to Sionar. I know he would want me to continue with my work here. In the depths, Ori. You have been listening to an episode of Binary Saga. The part of Ori is read by Juliana Finch. Helgi is read by Paul Anderson. Music by Eric Matias and soundimage.org. Find us on Twitter and Facebook with at The Binary Saga. Want to ask us questions? You can join us on our Discord for general chat. Find all of these links and more information at binarysaga.com. If you like what we're doing, please consider visiting our Patreon page, which can be found in the Where to Find Us menu on our website. Or please leave a review on your favorite podcast app.